0: Welcome to Spoilers, Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Although for this episode, no spoilers necessary, because it's just me. Uh, Jamming is currently sick, and Josephine and Edward are currently unavailable, so I wasn't sure what I was going to do with this episode, but uh, I was going to talk about maybe Tomb Raider, perhaps, or the other stuff I've been watching. Um, if you don't follow me on the, I saw the movie blog. I did watch several movies recently this month, including *The uh, Strangers Prey at Night, Gringo, um, Tomb Raider, of course, and Seven Days in Atembe. Um, if I'm just going to talk about Seven Days in Atembe, based on a true story, but apparently it's supposedly inspired by a true story, so I'm not exactly sure how how true it is. But it is kind of like, not Argo. So if you're looking for Argo, it's not it. But I did like Daniel Bruhl and Rosamund Pike's character. They were actually the most interesting characters in the movie, even though they're the, they were the terrorists. But yeah. And then uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, a lot of people are still giving it flack because it's a video game movie that isn't great. But it's good. Uh, I thought the action sequences are good. The, I kind of just wish that um, the puzzles were more fun to follow. They kind of just happen in the movie. You don't really get to play along. But uh, Alicia Vikander was good as a modern Lara Croft. So I I still suggest people check it out. Uh, Gringo. Gringo was supposed to be this daily kind of movie. And I guess technically it is, but it wasn't that interesting. I think think David Oyelowo is great uh, as an actor. And he proves that he's really good in this with his comedic stylings and whatnot. Charlize Theron, Joel Edgerton were like hamming it up for the camera, which is going to be kind of fun. And also, Charlotte Copley was also good in it. But for the most part, the story was just, eh, it was okay. Well, it's more like, meh. Uh, Strangers' Pray at Night. Uh, never saw the original. And I was talking to my coworkers about this, and they were talking about the original, and they haven't seen the sequel. And they, when they were describing the original Strangers, they were. I was thinking, like, hey, that sounds like a better movie than what I watched. Now, I thought The Strangers' Prayer at Night was okay. I just had a lot of problems with it, but I thought it was Okay. But now I kind of want to watch the original, since they said that the ways in what they descri- how they describe the original sounds better. So yeah, uh, Thorbreds. bread's is that movie um, starring uh, what's her name and what's her name? Where is it? Oh yeah, Olivia Cook and Anna Taylor Joy, which are two great actresses, good actresses, and uh, Anthony Yelchin. This is his very last performance before he passed away. But it's a it's a weird movie. It's kind of artistic in a sense. It's an indie film movie. So it's not for everybody, but if you're a fan of the actors and actresses, you should check it out. I th- I think it has, it's kind of ambitious in its story. If you really look into it, because it's very uh sub not subdued, uh nuanced. It's a very nuanced story. If you ca- you can just watch it for the surface level, and I think you'll be okay. But in terms of like, the deep meanings behind it, it's a lot more deep deeper than what it looks like. So that's one thing. So yeah, those are some movies I saw this month. You can catch them. my opinion about that in uh, the I said, the movie blog. So check that out. But for this episode, I thought that after the release of the latest Avengers Infinity War trailer and how people are going gaga over it and how it seems like even though uh, Black Panther seemed to be the pinnacle of the superhero movie of, that people are looking at right now, now everybody's super excited for Avengers Infinity War. But there was this question that me and Lewis, who is my uh, partner in the comic strip, the weekly comic strip with you on the website, check it out. Uh, almost three years ago, we had a, a discussion about the oversaturation of superhero movies. And it seemed like this is the perfect time to revisit that. So I thought I figured i will go ahead and play it for you and take a listen to it. There are some things that we say in that one that, that seems kind of funny now. In hindsight, because we we didn't know any better, but there were some things that I thought we said that were pretty smart and and holds ground today. But I thought it was worth a listen or or, or worth a re-listen if you never listened if you listened to it before already. But here I'm gonna go ahead and play the whole thing, which is about a half hour long. Uh, take a listen to that. And feel free to comment on how right we were or how wrong we were. And I know there's a bunch of stuff we were wrong about, but, but take a listen. It is kind of relevant. And in the episode, I believe we did say, like, well, we'll see three years from now. Well, it's three years from now. All right? So here we go. This is uh, Superhero Movies over saturation, episode nine, uh, released June 9, 2015. It's uh, me and Louis. And I believe this is also Lewis's very first uh, appearance on one of my podcasts. So Enjoy. And leave us a comment if you have any uh, comments on what, what you listened to just now. Alright guys, uh, I'll see you at the end of this replay. And we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. My name is Albert. Hi, I'm Lewis. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about... Actually, go ahead, Lewis. Tell us what we're going to be talking about.
1: We're going to be talking about the saturation of comic books and superheroes in the movie and television industry.
0: Now this is this has been like an ongoing debate right now especially after Age of Ultron did not meet expectation which is stupid cuz it made a lot of money it just it just didn't make as much money as they hoped it would do right
1: But it it only sold that way just because of the previous success of the other one So yeah. the real the real test for the Avengers will be the next Avengers You think so if
0: Infinity Wars what you think will be the actual real test
1: Yeah because you know The only reason why this one succeeded, Age of Ultron, was because the other one was so like jaw dropping; it caught everybody off guard.
0: Yeah, but the 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 argument there is that the whole gimmick for the first Avengers is because you see all these superheroes coming together. You know, the second one they're already together, so there's no real gimmick anymore. It's just an action movie. It's just you know a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was a whole case of expectation.
1: It was it was a specific team up. So does. Would the Justice League carry the same kind of weight with those characters coming together? You know, because there was a small build-up for the Hulk, Iron Man, and, and Thor before they got to the Avengers. With Justice League, we may be seen Batman and Superman. That's about it. You
0: yeah. Know? No, the, the problem with the Justice League thing is that they're doing it all already with Batman versus Superman. They're already using their gimmick. Oh, these heroes are coming together. That's already Batman versus Superman. What else do they have left for Justice League? That's my, that's my concern.
1: Yeah, not a lot. You know, like Marvel has all this stuff like planned out very well and it's kind of like DC where it's kind of like it's almost trying to play catch up and it's messing up their own schedule.
0: Oh yeah, it's totally they're they're totally just playing catch up. That is true.
1: Do you think there's enough space for Marvel and DC and the television shows to be running at the same time without people getting sick of it?
0: Honestly, I think there is. I think it's going to get to the point where it's going to it's going to hit that level like you said, saturation where people are going to go, I'm sick and tired of watching all this stuff. What, what it's going to do is it's going to level out the audience so the people who would actually like to watch this stuff will still go back to it. And the people who never really were interested but were caught up with the fad, they'll fade away to watch their movies they want to see. However, there is enough of us geeks that are going to go ahead and watch all this stuff. So I think we're okay.
1: Yeah, because if you look at things like Comic-Con and uh, WonderCon, they only grow every year, you
0: know? Every year, yeah.
1: They're desperate to be growing. They're growing regardless of what people say or think of the culture of the geekdom.
0: Oh, yeah, totally, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the whole Age of Ultron thing, the the, the backlash there, I mean, that's a whole another story. It did did set the ball rolling. I think people were already willing to talk about it last year with Guardians of the Galaxy. But Guardians of the Galaxy made back. And everybody loved it.
1: And it was really good. Yeah, it was
0: really good. And it was really good. I mean, I I think if that one failed, people have a legitimate excuse to start saying, like, well, maybe we're all tired of comic book heroes kind of thing. So the next next test, I think, will actually be Ant-Man. Will people be willing to watch Ant-Man? Because this is the same exact test that Guardians had.
1: That's going to be tough. You know, I... uh Who's the guy that's playing Ant-Man? Paul Rudd. His name? Paul Rudd. I love his acting. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when um, they announced for Guardians of the Galaxy that Chris Pratt was going to play Star-Lord. Yep. Didn't really fit into my head until I actually saw him perform. It was almost like a Heath Ledger Joker moment where it almost fit perfectly for their specific character
0: no totally totally but here's the thing though i mean the only people who know paul rudd are the people who actually watch his movies he's not exactly a household name same thing with chris pratt not exactly a household name even though people know who he is so so the question now is not whether they can carry a movie it's whether Atman man as a superhero can actually be a success that is the question right
1: yeah because if you think about it there's no like superhero that's going to be like in it or in the trailer you know like in the trailer, all you see is ant and who he's fighting against.
0: Yeah, Yellow Jacket. And then people don't even know that.
1: Yeah, and you know, like, is are people gonna, is that gonna be enough for people to be like, you know what, I'm gonna spend like $12 and go to the movie to go see this movie.
0: I think the reason why people will watch the movie is because of the trailer. It has a really good trailer.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can say that it did more for me than the Fantastic Four movie.
0: Agreed, agreed, agreed. So I think I think the question now, well, no, you know, I'm, I'm gonna save, hold that question for later. So, so, going back to Marvel, or sticking with Marvel, their next movies are going to be completely like off the grid in terms of like what people are aware of. Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. I mean, all these movies are a risk for Marvel, because nobody, the majority of people, don't know who they are.
1: Yeah, and, and not only that, but they lost Kevin uh, Feige as or not Kevin Feige, who is it, the guy that was in charge of Marvel? Oh, Joss Whedon? Josh they just lost us reading well to
0: be fair he wasn't in charge of Marvel he was their main main consultant for the Marvel Universe but he wasn't in charge of it
1: but he overlooked everything it's almost like it's his baby that you're watching you know even if he's not a part of it everything else is based upon his work or influenced by the, what he did before these directors they come after him
0: well you know honestly that's arguable even though okay let's say let's say you got Kevin Fahey, who's the who's the head head. For Marvel Studios, right? There's a couple of other yeah. people with him that I don't have the name for right now. And then there's Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon, I guess if you could say, he was the geek among the group that they would look at. They go, what do you think about this? Because you're the expert kind of thing. But honestly, I don't think we're giving Kevin Fahey enough credit. He's been, in, he's been with us since the beginning. He has to have some kind of geek cred to, to make him... Suitable to run this without without somebody like Josh Whedon by his side.
1: So, do you think that will be a factor in these next movies that Josh Whedon will not be overlooking them or giving advice in any sort of way?
0: No, I, I don't think it's going to be a factor at all because I don't think it was ever a factor. I think I think Whedon will say something about Thor. Whedon will say something about Iron Man, Captain America, and but that's about it. I think I think all it really is is whoever they give the director job to those movies, they really are in charge. Whedon might say something like whatever but for the most part i think they are still in charge so i think within leaving shouldn't be like like we should all like panic it should just be like well it's marvel they have kevin he's still in charge completely in charge so i think it will be fine
1: Hmm. okay so now with the like lower lesser characters like like you were saying doctor strange we're gonna have another reboot with spider-man we're gonna have captain marvel the inhumans black panther how do you feel that they're gonna sell are they gonna be Avengers
0: worthy or are they gonna be like Hulk movies oh they're gonna be Hulk movies I'm, I'm seeing it right now they're gonna be like Hulk movies but you know what I, I think we're dropping the gun though I mean Guardians was a thing Guardians was like oh that's not gonna make that much money it's gonna be like Incredible Hulk but it made so much money though so I think we're shooting the gun and saying that, that the audience will not you know like all these other properties as well yeah the Doctor Strange has Benedict Cumberbatch that in itself will get a lot of people to watch it yeah
1: that's immediately
0: yeah and then black panther will be like for a lot of people this will be their first black superhero in the big screen that will get a lot of people to watch it
1: that's that's depending on how uh the guy in uh justice league
0: does oh that's true too and then okay and then captain marvel captain marvel will be the first marvel uh superhero movie with a female lead so now that i look at it i guess marvel had something in mind when they were setting this up
1: yeah and you know they're they're not afraid to do Afraid to go out there, kind of like how DC DC is right now. Yeah, because of the success of Guardians of the Galaxy, they're just like, all right, we can just do whatever as long as it's good, it's gonna sell, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's true, that's true, that's true. But I I think we're so so. But do you think the audience will be the ones who will actually be okay with all this? I'm thinking it will plateau. You know, exactly the way it happened with Age of Ultron. The audience will just plateau. They'll just like, there'll be a good amount of people who will be watching these movies, but they'll still come back for more.
1: Okay, so right now I don't know. I'm watching. I'm looking at the schedule that they have right now. Okay, we're gonna get two in 2016, three superheroes in 2017.
0: Oh, go go ahead and see what they were.
1: Okay, so in uh, the two for 2016 is Civil War and Doctor Strange.
0: Is Spider Man next year? Oh no, it's the 2017, right? No, it's
1: 2017. So, oh, okay. and, and that's when Spider Man's gonna compete with Guardians of the Galaxy two. It's gonna be. Uh, May 5th for 2017 for Guardians of the Galaxy, and July 28th, 2017 for Spider-Man.
0: Okay, so... so
1: And then um, it goes on to Thor. That leaves it three, but then they have another big three, which is the really big one that everybody's going to be interested in, which is Avengers Infinity War, considering that they're going to have to have a new cast, because a lot of those guys are not on contract anymore. So, if they can make the same chemistry that they did on screen with different players that movie will succeed but if it can't then i
0: think that movie's gonna bomb oh i think that's a very good point actually a very very good point because yeah the appeal for avengers was all these familiar actors that you're already familiar with joining together now they're gonna basically try to do that again yeah very good point infinity war really is the the main test to see if audience are still with marvel or not
1: yeah and they have what five movies before that even like comes up
0: well i mean but the build-up isn't there I mean, the, the first, the phase one was a whole buildup. So people were joining in phase three right now. Well, not right now, but phase three, which happens after Ant-Man, they're not really buildups. They're, they're almost like their own movies. And then they happen to join forces later for a Avengers Infinity War. So I'm not sure how that's going to play well with the audience or like, I, I don't know how much more they will actually join in.
1: So would you be okay with, uh, like, let's say, um, how S.H.I.E.L.D. the show kind of built up to the Avengers, like in particular ways in their episodes, would you want the same thing for Infinity War, or would you like those characters to have separate miniseries, kind of like how Netflix is doing the Luke Cage and, uh, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Luke Iron Fist? Iron Fist, there you go, yeah. Jessica Jones also. Yeah, and then would you want them to have miniseries like that, or like shows based upon those characters for them when you go into the Avengers Infinity War? there's a sense of connection that you have with these characters.
0: I don't think they're going to do that, though. I think they're really going to go ahead and try to see if this will work the way it is.
1: I think that's a mistake because the, the only reason why like we like those movies is because we knew those actors.
0: Yeah, no, it's true.
1: We like Iron Man, you know, and we like Thor and Chris Hemsworth and uh, JD, you know? Those yeah, are like people that we can recognize with and when we went to go see the movie, we were excited because we already knew they could perform the part very well.
0: That's true, that's true. Right now, the two main superheroes that everybody follows right now is Iron Man and Captain America. So, how will an Avengers movie be like without those two characters? That will be the real test.
1: I thought um, Captain America was going to be in the Avengers: Infinity War because when they left off on Ultron, he was the only he and Scarlet Witch were the only ones left.
0: But remember what you said about the contract thing. The contract for Captain America, for Chris Evans, is the next Captain America movie. That's it. So they're going to have to renegotiate with him. Now, Now, if you go back to the whole Latino review rumors from last year that came out, Infinity War Avengers will only have new characters. All the, new, all the old cast won't be in the first Avengers Infinity War. Um, they said that Iron Man might be in it, but it's going to be primarily the new cast, possibly led by the new Spider-Man. And then the Infinity Wars Part Two will bring back the old guard. At least that's the, what the rumor said. So I can I can completely imagine that that's how this is gonna play out.
1: That's if it's doing successful, because they're gonna need a lot of money to back up these uh, contracts that they're gonna have to do with um, these actors to get them back for the Part Two part.
0: Yeah, but I mean, there's a reason why Infinity Wars is gonna be one and two. It's a Part One and Part Two. They they're gonna spend all the money they can to get to make this work
1: they can comic book style it and get a different character to replace it because no. they signed off the guy the guy, the guy that they played uh, Lucky Barnes they signed him on for like seven movies yeah. so he easily replace Cap and be in Avengers Infinity
0: War oh true true I mean I, that could be the loophole Captain America is in the movie but it's not Chris Evans It's going to be The Winter Soldier. Okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay.
1: Because the last time they interviewed Chris Evans, he was saying that he wasn't interested in doing movies anymore. But if he were to do movies again, he would only do Captain America.
0: Yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, the other rumor is that he's supposed to be killed off or at least quote unquote killed off in uh, Captain America Civil War.
1: Well, there you go. It almost sounds like they purposely got the guy that played Bucky Barnes to replace him.
0: Yeah, like 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 the comic books. The comic books did the same thing too. Bucky Bucky did take over the Captain America role.
1: Yeah, because you can't have um, uh, who's the guy that was in the second uh, Captain America movie. I forgot what his name was. The Falcon. Actor.
0: They could theoretically do the Falcon because in the comic books right now, the Falcon is Captain America.
1: Yeah, but Falcon is shown as a character at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah, joining the team. So. That would kind of take away one player,
0: you know? No, it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I mean, they could theoretically have two Captain Americas by Infinity Wars Part 2. The, the Chris Evans, the Steve Rogers one, and then the Bucky Barnes one, for all we know. I mean, that's the whole point of Infinity War. All these superheroes come together to fight against Thanos, a villain they've been building up since, what, seven years ago.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It's it's gonna be like a tough road, but I guess you're right. We can leave our trust in Kevin Biggie. He's taken us this far, you know.
0: That's true. I mean, he got a Spider-Man. I mean, that's a, that's a huge coup. <laughs> exactly.
1: That 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 alone should be an award to that man. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I mean, he was able to convince Disney to say. We can get Spider-Man, but we're not going to make any money off that. Will you be okay with it? And Disney said yes. That is incredible. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, with Disney, their pockets are deep. I'm sure they've made back their money on what they spent on these companies.
0: I mean, I'm sure their logistics guys probably did the numbers. Okay, if you don't make money off the Sony part of the Spider-Man thing, but we can make money off the Avengers part of Spider-Man, let's do the math. And they did the math, and then apparently it looked pretty good for them. So, I I mean, that's all I can really think of.
1: I think they thinking of it more like, um, hey, let's play friendly with Fox or uh, Sony. Sony owns Spider-Man, right? Yes, yes. What I think they're doing is like they're saying, let's play uh, uh, nice with Sony to where we get to a point where, where Sony feels backed up against the wall and they need to sell off something. They'll sell Spider-Man to uh, Marvel again.
0: I don't think it's ever going to happen. I, I I think I had this conversation at the Grand Gat Gathering as well, is that, this is Sony's move to make sure they keep Spider-Man. They're just sharing him with Marvel. I mean, that's pretty much what's going on.
1: I don't know, but you think about it like this. Sony is kind of having their money problems right now. Yeah, so. but
0: at least they're on the uptick. The, the PlayStation 4 is putting them back towards the direction they want to go. You know, And then if Spider-Man is able to keep it, save the company, its connection with Marvel will only make them more money. So if Sony will be stupid if they sell Spider-Man. They need to keep Spider-Man. But at least share with Marvel. They need to have Marvel's cooperation if they want people to still pay Sony money for Spider-Man.
1: Maybe Disney's thinking merchandising. Yeah. Is that connected? Do you know if that's connected in any way? The
0: rumor is that the Sony deal does not apply to merchandising. That's the reason why you still see uh, Spider-Man toys. However, you don't see Spider-Man toys connected to the movies. That's the difference.
1: Oh, there you go. Because I was reading an article saying that um, Fox can't make um toys for x-men because marvel doesn't approve it so i wonder if that works the same way with sony like if spider-man movie comes out it's really successful Who's going to get the merchandising rights for that? You know,
0: I think it's still Disney. Disney Marvel still has rights for the merchandise. But at least now they they'll be willing to promote for uh, Spider Man toys for the movie. When before they refused to do that because they're helping the competition.
1: Well, that makes sense. You know, that would be the business part of it. You know, why they were able to get Spider Man, they were they had something to gain from
0: it. Yeah, the toys and the toys. Like like George Lucas found out, toys are really good. <laughs> Completed, really good.
1: Yeah. Well, George Lucas should know. He milked it and made re release his movies however he felt like with CGI later because of that money he made from toys.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, we, with the toys, the upcoming movies, and just people's curiosity and how it's going to play out, I think the oversaturation thing might be overblown. I, I think we're, like I said, we're, I think we're just going to plateau. Uh, superhero movies and properties are going to be seen like Westerns. They're just going to be another another film genre that you consider in the movie theater. I think that's all it's going to be.
1: That's crazy. Could you ever ever thought that superhero movies are, would have their own genre?
0: On the flip side, how popular are westerns nowadays? Not very popular, right? Which direction will superhero movies go? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Their fan base keeps growing. Their like fan base we keeps growing. About yeah. Earlier, like yeah, but gonna I mean- get it bigger.
0: But when, when, when do you think the bubble is going to pop? I mean, this is this the reason why we're having this conversation. Because we're, we're thinking the bubble might pop. And at this point on, based on our conversation right now, the bubble is still growing. hasn't popped yet.
1: I honestly think it's uh, on May 4th, 2018, when Avengers Infinity War comes off. If it does bad, that will be it. It's over.
0: I'll be shocked if it does bad. This has been the Avengers movie people have been waiting for since they found out who Thanos was. Since they found out what the Infinity Gems were. They, people, a lot of people are going to watch this.
1: Okay, so it comes out in 2018, so that's three years from now. Three years from I now, give, <laughs> I give it three years because you have to put in the fact that we're going to be adver- they're going to be advertising all of this. It's going to be at the Disney Park. It's going to be at the expos. It's going to be in your stores. It's going to be on advertising. It's going to be in the movies. It's going to be on TV. Eventually, you're going to get to a point where it's going to be like, man, I I just want to see something out, know?
0: True. 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 Now, he, he, I think the real task, because you know how for, for the Comic-Con aspect of it, Disney does not want to have a Marvel Studios panel on the same year that they have D23, which is the Disney Expo. If Comic-Con falls in the same year, no, if D23 falls in the same year as Comic-Con, usually the Disney properties stay with D23. So if Marvel releases a Marvel Studios panel on the same year with Comic-Con and D23, that's a sign to me that they might be a little worried because in that way they're actually trying to really promote it
1: because here they're they're not actually going to comic-con right they're only going to d23
0: only in the years with d23 yeah which is like this year
1: yeah so they so they've already made that decision that they feel comfortable enough to where they're they can grab that fan base and take it over to d23 and not to comic-con
0: right but on the year before the avengers and they have to be at Comic Con and D23. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is getting worried. They need to get as many fans as they can exposed to the fact that this is coming out. But if they but if they only do twenty D23 again and no Comic Con, that means they're pretty confident with what they got. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, and right now they're sitting in a really good position considering how well Age of Ultron sold. Oh Not yeah. Yeah rated that well but it sold really really well it is
0: not rated it is rated well it's just that it just it, it isn't rated as well as the first one that's all it's still rated well i mean what 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 is it right now in rotten tomatoes do you know
1: i can look it up yeah okay avengers 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 74% and then the audience score is 87
0: oh see still pretty good still pretty good that is completely acceptable
1: that's acceptable but not the quality standard that it should be for Avengers.
0: Uh. Yeah, well, you know, I actually really loved the movie, so I think a lot of people's expectations were just completely off. That's why.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the movie too, and I thought it was kind of kind of strange that people complained about how Voltron was kind of a jokester. exactly like Iron. Yeah, he was a jokester, but it's because Ant Man didn't make him for this movie. Yeah, yeah, Tony Stark made him. Yeah, but he had to act like his creator.
0: I think the problem is because that the trailers, the trailers made it seem like he was like this menacing foe, right? The only, you know, honestly, the only time I actually even saw Ultron joke around was the clips. When I saw the clips, that's when I go, "Oh, he's supposed to be jokey." But you know, that's, that's besides that's that's besides the point. That isn't our conversation right now. Do you have anything yeah. else to add to the whole thing?
1: I don't know. It's um, it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of space that people are willing to let uh, the comic book industry and superheroes in general go into their lives. On, on a daily,
0: you know? the then we were also forgetting Star Wars, even though it wasn't back then considered a comic book property, it was a geek property. And look how much that that permeated society and culture. So the Marvel movies right now is at that position. They're also permeating towards society and culture. I mean, imagine a time where Iron Man and Captain America were not popular with the mainstream. And look at it now. They're so popular. And that's because of the movies. That's how much yeah. the movies have really invaded the culture.
1: And that's going to be the next Star Wars. Yep. So Geekdom has officially took over the industry of comic or movies and television. Yep. And in general, the culture of people, you know, because you go around and you see more people with comic superhero, superhero shirts, the Star Wars shirts, and you're like, man, a couple years back. You would have never seen that unless you went to, like, a comic book store and you saw some guy with the shirt on.
0: Yep, that's true. It's true. I mean, being uh, loving superheroes is now part of fashion. It isn't anymore uh, really a geeky thing. It's part of fashion. So that, that's, yep. how much, that's how much the bubble has grown so big. I don't think it's going to pop. I think it's just going to, you know, like I said, it's going to plateau. But I don't think it's going to pop. It's going to be here forever.
1: If you don't think that it's going to pop, when do you think it'll plateau? When do you think it's going to hit its top and it's never going to go any higher than that?
0: after Avengers Infinity War Part 2. After that, then there's a chance it might, it might go ahead and plateau. And the reason why I say that is because Marvel doesn't really have that much of a plan. Well, not that they revealed to us what happens after Infinity War Part 2 besides Captain Marvel and besides um, the Inhumans. That's it. I mean, wh- wh- where else can Marvel go? I mean, no, we know the answer to that. Marvel can go a lot of places. But the point is, is that... Yeah, anywhere. yeah but after, after the big bad, after Thanos where else can they go in terms of Avengers movie?
1: Yeah, they have to think about all the characters that are tied up within the X-Men universe too that Fox owns. And a lot of that stuff, has, like a lot of villains are tied up with the X-Men in some sort of way.
0: Well, there is one major Avengers uh villains that I actually would like to see in this big screen is the Master of Evils. That's pretty much the Avengers version of the villains. They haven't done that yet. That I can see them going with the with the big screen. So
1: do you think they so do you think in the Avengers Infinity War that's gonna be its plateau. I wanna say that's when it's gonna pop, but you think that's when it's gonna So yeah. That's when it's gonna hit its peak.
0: Yeah, because say, saying it's gonna pop means that after that nobody's gonna be interested at all with superhero movies. I think that that the days of superhero movies always reaching a billion or 500 million that's over by that point but after Infinity Wars it's gonna plateau to 200 300 400 maybe 500 actually you know what I'm being no no I think I'm being more pessimistic because if a movie like Alice in Wonderland can, can can pass a billion then I think it's safe to assume that almost all big superhero properties will, will hit at least 600 700 800 million
1: so do you think that would include the just uh, DC and well, their, their planned schedule of movies that are coming out
0: no, that, I'm thinking Marvel, because DC still has, they still have to prove themselves. They still have to prove themselves. I mean, like, we, how much did Man of Steel make? I mean, that, that, that's the first real audience grabber for, for DC, Man of Steel. Yeah. And then uh, Batman versus Superman will be the first real test to see exactly how it goes.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It's Marvel's definitely sitting in a better position than them. I'm interested to see what kind of moves that they make to actually get their audience as big as Marvel's.
0: Yep, that's true.
1: They have to think about, they're in direct competition now. Whenever you see a Marvel movie, you're going to be like, I wonder if the DC movie is going to be this good. Or when those those people watch a DC movie, they're going to be like, oh, that wasn't as good as Marvel. So are they going to have a different uh, boiling point? Or is its it, is it going to be the same as Marvel, where it's around like three years from now?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't have an idea. because. Just... I, I think the Warner Brothers and DC are completely winging it. They're really just changing based on the times. Well, we'll see. You know, Suicide Squad is pretty much like the first real venture that they have for these DC movies. If that does really well, then I'm going to be very optimistic with, with the way that the DC movies are going to be treated. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think for Marvel's case, you're right. If completely healthy. I don't think the bubble's going to pop on the Marvel side. That's what I would say. Uh, Fox the bubble might pop sooner with X-Men with all the people leaving X-Men and uh, and Fantastic Four <laughs> yeah exactly Sony I, I think Sony is gonna just be pushed into the bubble that is the Marvel Universe and I think they're actually gonna be okay I honestly think they're actually gonna be okay it now the DC part. It all falls down the Suicide Squad, Batman versus Superman, and then by then I'll be able to have an idea whether well, how far that's gonna go in terms of how the audience really react to this DC universe. But for the for the time being, I'm completely optimistic that the superhero movies are not gonna go away.
1: And that's a good thing because I like the superhero movies. You like the superhero movies, and in general, the culture really likes superhero movies now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you 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 have like seven, eight year olds. Ten-year-olds that are like loving all this stuff. Okay, so w- when yeah. when they get to the teenage, when they get to the teenage years or the college years, and they still love going to superhero movies, I think we're okay. Is the is the moment where they're teenagers and go, you know what? That's a kid stuff. I don't need to watch that. That's when we have to be worried.
1: Yeah, because a, lot of, a couple of years back, that's exactly how it was. You know, you either grew into it or you didn't grow into it or you grew out of it. You know.
0: Exactly. So let, let's so let's hope that the kids nowadays are not going to grow out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they're. It's like it's like back in the old days when people would tell stories to the younger kids to pass it on. It's like they're into our culture and we pass it on to them and they move it forward.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 just thinking Star Wars here. If Star Wars can last this long, so can superhero movies. Totally believe that. Yeah. As long as they keep the quality, that's the that's the real point there. They have to keep the quality. They can't go back to the way it was in the '80s and the '90s where they were very they were very lackluster in how good these movies are supposed to be at least now they understand make a good superhero movie you're gonna make money that's all that should matter and if that if that that keeps continuing on then it really will never go
1: away yeah and that's where I'm worried about how DC's kind of handling the situation where it's kind of like they're just, it's almost like they they feel rushed. So I'm wondering if the quality of those movies is going to have a negative effect on superhero movies in general.
0: I think we shouldn't combine DC and Marvel. I think if DC fails, it's only going to make Marvel stronger. Because they'll be the only game in town, really.
1: Yeah, because there's no other comic book company unless some of these indie comic book companies find a way to get somebody to produce for them.
0: Exactly, exactly. But then, you know, we're forgetting the power of Batman. <laughs> if they put Batman in every movie they have, you know, they'll get audience. <laughs> I mean, Batman's yeah, going to be in the in Suicide Squad, even like even for a small cameo. I mean, that in itself is like, oh yeah, we're going to have Batman there too. <laughs> Batman's going to be everywhere. <laughs>
1: Batman's just going to save everything. He's just going to be in every every minor movie. He's just going to be there in a little part just to save the movie. It's not even going to be a surprise anymore. It's going to be, you're going to see the actor that plays him on the list of actors, even if he only has a five-minute part.
0: Exactly, exactly. He's going to be in Aquaman. He's going to be in Atlantis going, Nemo or oh, not Namor, <laughs> Nemo <"Naymar>, Submariner. <laughs> you know, Arthur, did you need my help? <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: Oh man, that's going to be really bad. If you know, if they have to bring him into every movie, I think they have to bring him into Aquaman. <laughs>
0: if he shows up in Aquaman, that would be hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they did say they wanted to take a serious song, which is interesting.
0: I know, I know. I know. They'll, have, they'll, have, they'll have to find some kind of like, quote unquote, realistic reason for Batman to be in Aquaman. I, I, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Oh well, anyway, I, I, I'm optimistic. I think I'm okay. <laughs>
1: I think we're set at least for a couple of years because just the way that things are going right now, they're doing really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Infinity War Part 2, When? what year is that? 2019? Yeah. 2019, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so we'll find out in four years to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> a while from now wow which is
1: which is exciting cuz when did we ever think that we'd ever be talking about comic book movies so far in advance
0: Well put it this way in 4 years elementary kids will already be either in high school or they're they're about to be in high school high school kids right then will be in college or about to graduate college so i mean that's how much of a time difference it is from now so hopefully those kids will stick with stick with the movies hopefully
1: hopefully fingers
0: crossed <laughs> fingers crossed yeah <laughs> all right well Thanks for listening. All right, so there you go. That was our uh, discussion years ago from super, about superhero movies over saturation. Like I said, I thought I thought we got some things right, and there were things that were definitely wrong. It's also interesting on what we focused on, and it was also interesting on what we didn't mention enough about. I know Black Panther we didn't mention about a lot, and now it's so relevant. But but yeah, so what do you think? Send us a comment. But on that point, on you can find Lewis at. Uh, Xbox and PlayStation under uh, DecafCCZ. Also at the uh, comic strip that we do together. And then this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. On my I uh, said a movie blog. On the aforementioned comic strip. Stuff and junk show. Take a listen to that. You can send comments to who, what, wears, why at gmail.com via our Facebook page or to the website. If you want to show your support, head over to com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by The Y Axis. Find them at theyaccess.com All the links and information can be found at Uh This has been another episode of Spoilers Please, which is part of The WhoWhatWorstY Network.